Hey, Luke. What's up, bro? Want to hear a joke about pizza? Sure. Never mind. It's too cheesy. <laughs> On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about News of the Week, TV of the Week, Pizzagate, Movies of the Week, Money in the Bank Predictions, and another digital review of Hereditary. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies, woohoo, and woohoo, gentle, woohoo, men, uh, welcome to woohoo, another woohoo, digital woohoo, citizen episode woohoo, 140. Congratulations with 140 episodes, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Yeah? Congratulations. I mean, it's not, not I mean, uh, 10 more episodes is more of like a milestone once we actually reach. I think 150 I is kind of like a milestone episode. Let's see, what else would be. 200. One, I don't think 175 is even really a milestone. I don't really count that. But I mean, but I do it any, every time we we have had done 10 episodes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was not going to ruin the gimmick and and uh, and just point it out to everybody, but well, I guess you just did. So, um yeah. But I mean, go we'll back 10 episodes uh, every time I Start with the same. Woohoo! That is true. Yes, it would be. I think at the beginning it started out as like, oh, we did ten episodes. I'll do ten woohoos. But when you get to yeah. one forty, doesn't really work quite as yeah. well. Yeah. No. The first time I think I did it, just oh, ten episodes. Woohoo! <laughs> ten episodes. <laughs> oh, I remember when we just had done ten episodes, Luke. No, I don't remember uh, that, actually. The year was 2015. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We didn't have Trump as president at all. Remember how naive and nice we were back then? No, uh, <laughs> I don't remember that. I was the same asshole I am way... now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Me too. By the way, we are, of course, streaming from the floor of E3. Uh, of course, uh, of course, um, and I and of course I I'm uh, getting uh, paparazzi photos of Ariana Grande's new uh, ring because she got engaged. Of course, yes, 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 I saw that, and uh, we just uh, invited uh, the backflipping FBI agent from last week, 
did he hear that he uh, is now charged with a uh, assault? Actually, second degree assault is what I heard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing he's probably going to get fired from the FBI. I did not see anything about that in like uh, any of the stuff I read about it, but. Uh, I guess his name was Chase Bishop, 29 years old, uh, mm -hmm. FBI agent. He turned himself in Tuesday, so he actually went in and turned himself in, which, uh, it, it was a while, like, it, he didn't just go right in, it, obviously he saw it online and went, oh crap, I need to go in and turn myself in, that's my guess. Uh, there's some comment here on the Yahoo thing that you sent me. Uh, laugh now, cry later. Fourteen hours ago, said, "So you think you can dance?" Here's a because of the show, right? Here's yeah. an interview with ABC News that's actually kind of an interview with the guy who got shot. Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, "Tom Reddington, 24, 24 year old. Uh, I heard a loud bang yeah. and I thought some idiot set off a firecracker." So I look down, oh, then I look down at my leg and see some brown residue. I think, I'm still thinking it's firework, it's a firework. And all of a sudden, from my knee down, my leg uh, became completely red. And that's when it clicked in my head. Oh, I've been shot. That's what it clicked so, in his head. It wasn't like when the gun went off or when the bullet went through his leg. He was like, oh, I'm bleeding. I must have been shot. Have you heard anything from me, Thierry? Uh, all jokes aside. Uh, I, I, heard I that, watched that are, every press conference, by the way. I heard there's new video games. Yes! Is, <laughs> big. But, Who would have thought that that would have happened every year? Oh, wait, that not news? Oh, sorry. No, but did you hear about anything coming out? Uh, I remember last year there was like one or two games that were really big that everybody was talking about, but at least as, mm. up till now, I haven't heard of any games that are just like everybody's losing their shit over, you know what I mean? So, uh, you and me, uh, since this is an improv uh, podcast where I do absolutely what I want to, uh, we are going to watch one of the trailers. Uh, we're going to watch um, The Last of Us uh, Part 2. There's a reason why why we are watching uh, The uh, Last of Us. Well, I gotta look at this first. Fro says he can just do whatever he wants to, but the truth is, there's copyright laws, and I have to look at this before we can play it on the show. I'm sure you can play it. Come on. That's not... You saying I'm sure you can play it does not make it so I can play it. Yeah, okay. Uh, and it's a little too long as as, as long it's 11 minutes, the official this one is, now. Yeah. Is going to show, this is uh, way longer than... You, the first one you sent me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we're, we're just going to watch uh, what I wanted you to see. Who the fuck so makes a 12 minute trailer of anything? That's just fucking stupid. That's like. A, <laughs> you go to a film festival, they have short films that are this long. But okay, continue. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, so we, 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 we have jumped two minutes and two seconds into the trailer, and we were going to play it from there. Okay. In three, two, one. So her name uh, with the jacket is Ellie, and the other one is uh, other girl that we don't know the name of. Oh, I thought that was a guy. No, it's two girls. 
I just thought she was like a Seattle, you know, grunge rocker with the flannel on and the long hair. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, a follow-up to uh, the really popular last of us. And uh, uh, we just got confirmed. And this is why we're watching this. Um, Alex. This is not exciting. Why are we watching this, bro? It's 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 official. She's the first female lesbian protagonist in a, in a video game. Mm, I want to say that's not true, because I know there's dating simulation games where you can be a, yes. a lesbian. So that's. <laughs> oh, that's All right, we're gonna hope. stop it here because. Nothing is happening in this trailer. They're just talking. <laughs> there, they kissed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, they. Oh, is that supposed uh, to be a big deal in 2018 yeah. that women kiss in a video yes. game? Oh my god. Ugh, fucking That's nerds. The thing. People nerds. Twittering <laughs> about this, of course. Who gives a crap? I don't. Right. If it if she would have kissed an elephant, I would have been more impressed. I'll be honest. <laughs> Ellie the elephant. Uh, well, just I mean, how do you even kiss an elephant with that giant nose in the way? Do you go to the side? Like, how does it, how does that even work? I would be more impressed with an elephant. <laughs> so news. Let's go directly from kissing. The to news. The news. The news. Uh, with Brett. Hey. Uh, Net Bockfurter and Froferder uh, McGee. That's their yes. new news names. That's the news intro music. Okay. That true neutrality is really, really officially dead. Now what? News in two seconds. <laughs> Net neutrality is killing your baby. <laughs> news at 11. <laughs> It's killing him right now, but we won't tell you until 11. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, continue with the news. Yes, so there are more, no more delays. Uh, the FCC is turning off net neutrality on Monday. Which, last Monday, obviously. So it already is gone. Uh... How do you feel? Well, this is a complicated situation, so nothing's really going to happen with it until uh, it's going to take a while for it to actually take effect. Uh, another well. thing is that I live in a state where uh, our government has passed a law to keep net neutrality within within the state. So they're yeah. going to they're going to have to take that to court against the FCC and in the, the federal government against the state government. Uh, mm -hmm. More than likely, the only that that that's going to be have to be backed by the the ISPs, the internet service providers, and more than likely, the ISPs are not going to want to spend the money it would take uh, to deal with a single state when there are so many other states that um, most of these big inter internet service providers are covering that they're not going to have to spend legal fees on that they would just go oh well. Fuck Oregon, they can just do whatever they want. We're going to make all this money on all these other states. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that could happen 
where I live in a state where there still is net neutrality and other states there are not. Does that make sense, Fro? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit confusing right now as to what is really going to happen, but as like the the date uh, after they signed the whole thing was Monday, and so this is when it fi- uh, it finally kicked in, um, where the rules have changed. Uh, I think the real problem for me as an American, I guess, is that we never there there were, nobody got to vote on this. I've said this before. We never got a vote. There was no town hall meeting of people like coming in uh, all the people from cities like being able to talk to their uh, FCC chairman you know what I mean there was no FCC chairman uh, town hall meeting to uh, tell uh, to tell them hey we don't want this uh, there were plenty of people saying hey we don't want this and they just did it anyway so that's the mm. real problem I have it with it is it's I don't live in a free country. I live in a country that's run by corporations and they do whatever they want and they don't really give a crap uh, who it hurts. So it's all about profit. Are you really, are you really fucking surprised by that though? Well, no, I'm not. Uh, it, it's I'm not. not anything new either. People want to no. blame it on this being the Trump administration, but it's just, this is everyday business for the <coughs> The uh, policymakers who are uh, working for the big corporations and the lobbyists who are working for the big corporations to get these things passed, it's their job. You know, it's what they do. So um, here's the thing, thing though, uh, we we would probably not gotten in this situation if it wasn't for Trump. So if if Hillary gotten to power, we would probably not have the same discussion. But here's here. I don't know that. I don't know that to no, be honest no, with you because me neither. Me neither. Right. I don't would, know that. I think but, that but, uh, Ajit Pai would have still ended up being the FCC chairman, and he's the one that's to blame for this. So I wouldn't. I would say it would probably be the exact same if it was Hillary or, or Trump or even Bernie for that matter. So. Mm. But uh, I mean, you have companies like Vimo, Mozilla, Kickstarter, Foursquare, Etsy. Uh, and several like state attorneys general uh, that have launched this like lawsuit against the FCC. So, what what is the where is what what am I in Norway going to feel uh, now? Because I I I mean I I can honestly I haven't really felt the difference since Monday. Uh, in Norway? Nothing in Norway. Yeah. I don't know why you would feel anything in Norway. Uh, uh and like I'm I said... American sites. Uh, well... Okay. You're using a Norwegian ISP. So, yes. in America, the ISPs are what would be slowing down the sites that you're talking about. So you will never have this issue. Because you're not using an American ISP. Mm. So, uh... Well, sometimes specifically, okay. Let's say we had, <laughs> uh, let's say I had Verizon Internet Service. Right. Uh, they could choose to slow down AT and T's website on their Verizon ISP, uh, but if you went on AT and T, the AT and T site might be perfect. Um, mm. Does that make sense? Where? Yeah. Uh, you are running off of a Norwegian ISP that's not going to be doing that because there aren't any laws that say they can do that, I don't think, in Norway. 
Um, one of the biggest things they say about this whole net neutrality thing is, oh, well, there wasn't any net neutrality before Obama, so we don't need it now. All it was doing was holding us back from doing things we wanted to do. But the internet wasn't the same 10 years ago, believe it or not. What? <laughs> yes, really? the internet was a whole different place 10 years ago. I remember it because oh. I was there. It was when we yeah. were all complaining about uh, Internet 2.0, and now we have it. So. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. it's, not, it's not quite that bad, but we're heading that way. So. Well, yeah. But so, so uh, from outside of the United States of America, there's no corporation that will actually feel this. My guess is you in... have in Norway some kind. I, I'm not. I don't know this for sure because I don't know all the right. Norwegian laws. But I'm guessing you probably have some kind of net neutrality rules which yes. don't allow your ISPs to um, throttle different websites. So yes, you're not going to be but, but affected but, by this. Uh, it's not the websites uh, that are throttling things. It's the ISPs that are throttling things, bro. So I think that's where you're getting confused. Okay, but uh, I have a VPN. Of course, as everybody should uh, got. Sure. If they they want to be somewhat anonymous, and I use uh, an American uh, VPN uh, pretty much on sites like uh, ABC, CBN. Uh, yeah, a lot of sites I sure. use it. Some, sometimes on Netflix as well. Um, will I then be? Uh, could I then feel it? Uh, I guess or it's it possible. Still... I guess it's possible depending on what uh, state of, like, depending on where your VPN is running through. Like, what state right. of America, like, if it's going through Oregon and we still have net neutrality because of the state laws, then you might not be affected. But if your VPN is running through Texas or something and there aren't mm. any laws again uh, for that, then, yeah, it's very possible. Hmm. So yeah, it's it's really all confusing right now. There still is, it hasn't been implemented to the point, and there hasn't been any. I'm sure in the next six months we're gonna start seeing stories coming out of people who uh, have certain websites throttled, and we'll be able to figure out which websites those are. And it's gonna it's gonna be a slow thing over time. It's not gonna be all of a sudden all these websites you can't get to. It's not gonna be like that. It's gonna be a slow trickle. Um, so because who, you know, who, no ISP really no ISP yeah, wants right. to get pointed out for being the one that uh, is just turning yeah. off websites. So yeah. So who is this really benefiting? The ISPs, because they can. If eventually it could become like a cable company where, you know, uh, you have to buy a package for a cable company and you have to to get certain channels. And if you want HBO, you have to pay the extra for the HBO package. You know what I'm talking about, Fro? These mm. ISPs now, the way these rules are, they could create an internet package where you have to pay extra to go to YouTube or you have to pay extra to uh, use uh, a video streaming site because it you know uses up more band bandwidth. So you'd have to get the video mm. streaming package instead of just getting internet, which we have now. Mm. Which means the uh, ISPs are able to you know, uh, nickel and dime people the way the cable companies are doing nowadays. So, yes, this is terrible. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Have you ever taken a Rorschach test? I, you know, I don't think so, but I guess it's possible. Uh, for people that doesn't know what the Rorschach test is, for some strange reason, it's uh, ink uh, on a page, uh, and then you put the pages together, and then you take it off again, and uh, you have two splitting images with the center in the middle and the two things being the same, and people telling you, oh, what do you think this look like? Oh, it looks like a bear. Oh, what do you think like this looks like? Oh, it looks like a butterfly. And so on and so on. Right. Is that a good explanation? Uh, I think everybody already knows what it is, but yes, that is yeah. a decent one, I guess. In case... I mean... It... It's not that long time ago. I didn't know what the QT test was, so that was cool. Mm -hmm. I can tell you about that after. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, MIT creates psychopath AI uh, by making it look at the Reddit forum. <laughs> Scientists uh, at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology have truly created a monster. A team of researchers who specialize in the dark side of uh, artificial intelligence made news again this week uh, for their uh, latest creation, Norman. I was thinking, like, uh, when I read Norman, I was thinking, um, oh, what is that movie again? Psycho, right away. Well, yeah, get into the next paragraph. <laughs> yeah. A machine learning bot that has seen death. In whatever image it looks at, it creates told Huffington Post. Pinar Yanardag, Manuel Kerben, and Yad Rashwin wanted to prove that an artificial intelligence algorithm would be influenced by uh, the kind of content to it, so they made Norman named <laughs> for the psycho character Norman Bates, yeah. Right. <laughs> and had it read uh, images, captions from Reddit forums that put disturbing footage of people dying. We don't need to promote it here, I think that's funny. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, due to ethically and technical concerns and the graphic content of the videos, we only utilized captions of the images rather than using the actual image that contained death of real people, the scientists said in an email. So then the team showed uh, Norman randomly generated ink blots, or as I call them, uh, Rorschach tests, and compared it in the way uh, caption, the images captioned created by the standard AI. For instance, uh, the standard AI says, a black and white photo of a small bird. Norman says, man gets pulled into a dough machine. Right, this is interesting. They're training yeah. this AI to be a psychopath. <laughs> mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I think that's... Uh, maybe I shouldn't do that. It seems like it would be a bad idea. It's like they've never seen any movies ever. 
is what it seems like to me, but <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. It, I mean, and this also seems like something MIT would go, hmm, you know, this seems like it could be a bad idea. and the, But all right, you just let them do it anyways. Uh, I think some of the most interesting things from this article are like, they show a bunch of the Rorschach photos or the paintings and what the standard AI sees and what Norman sees. Uh, and they're, they're really, they're just interesting in the sense that uh, a standard person sees a person holding an umbrella and Norman sees a man shot dead in front of his wife. Mm. So I, what it really comes down to is they given uh, this AI, it's only frame of reference for what humans do is this terrible Reddit forum. And so everything, it refer- all of its frame of reference is uh, is death. But I don't know. It's great. I don't know why you would want to do this, first of all, but I think it's interesting. <laughs> uh, by the way, we didn't talk about it, but I hope it's Shane Ching name. Did you see that? The what? I hope is changing name. Oh yeah, I saw that. Does, it, does anybody c- care? <laughs> I don't care. International House of Burgers instead. Is it? Oh, is it burg? Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was burgers. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, I'll look it up. They are going to say stop making pancakes and only make burgers. Is that real? Yeah. International House of Burgers. Uh, I think so. I'm trying to find it. Okay. Uh, let's go uh, into the main news of the week while you're looking. Trump and Kim uh, Jong-in uh, uh, signed this joint sta- statement promising complete... Denuclearization of Korean pencil. This is amazing. If it was true. Well, they signed it. Uh, whether he's whether uh, Kim Jong Un is gonna stand by what he signed is a, another question, I guess. But um, just getting him to sign it is a big step. Uh, a lot of people are calling it a terrible move uh, on <laughs> Trump's part and that the reason no other president is... Well, well, I guess we'll put it into perspective. Uh, Obama could have done this for the entire time he was in office. He could have done exactly what Trump did. He just chose not to. Um, I even saw an interview with, believe it or not, Dennis Rodman, who is a huge advocate for North Korea, uh, saying he went to... Obama and tried to get him to do this exact thing and Obama blew him off. So th- this could have been done a long time ago. What p- the Democrats are saying is that Obama didn't do it because he didn't want to uh, he didn't want to give them the they said Obama didn't do it because he didn't want to give North Korea uh, any any help, I guess. Like, they want to keep North Korea poor and, um, and, uh, what's a, uh, dic- under a dictator. It seems like, mm. because they could have done it and they chose not to, and then Trump comes in and goes, oh, well, I can, 
he, they want me to do this? All right, let's do it. And now everybody's mm. saying, oh, Trump's an idiot because no other president would have done this because they would have known what horrible, what a horrible move it was. But Trump only did it because he's not as smart as all the other presidents. Mm. Um, another thing is uh, to make this deal, the thing that the big thing that they're saying, oh, Trump made a huge mistake here is that they're going to stop doing war exercises war, um, on on the border in between South and North Korea. Like the Americans and South Koreans are going to stop doing war um, military training and exercises uh, on that border, which if you remember, that was a big problem a couple weeks ago when uh, they had originally were, they almost canceled this meeting because they were still doing these war drills. You remember that, Fro? Yeah. And then, uh, so this comes around and Trump made that deal and everybody, all, at least all the news I'm seeing, CNN, MSNBC, all the news I'm watching and reading, people are saying, this is a horrible move on Trump's part. We're not, now we're not prepared if we're not doing war drills on their border. That's the argument against Trump doing this. I don't see this as a bad thing. And I think that a lot of these Democrats are trying to make it a bad thing just because it's Trump. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I think uh, they are trying to make it just because it's Trump. I you think the think Democrats that. are sitting there in the back going, yeah. oh, crap, he just did something really, really good that everybody's going to like. Yeah. He's making peace with a country that, like, we haven't been willing to even talk to for, you know, decades. And I mean, if he really gets them to take down the nukes, look, he should get the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. And they've I'm, agreed. I'm... I mean, at this point, they they've made the deal. They signed the deal. They made the uh, agreement that uh, of complete denuclearization of the peninsula. So, um. And if they actually do that, I, I, I think you should. should. I don't, you know, I, I want to say, I th okay, I think he should if this really happens. Yes. Uh, I don't think he will. No. I still don't think that the uh, Nobel Peace Prize Committee would give it to Trump. No. Just because of the backlash they would get from everybody that... Uh, I mean, th there was a small backlash against Obama when he got it, but it was more like, oh, you know, he doesn't really deserve it, but all right, we understand. But if Trump got it, imagine the mm. backlash. It would be, yeah. people would be like, what? But I mean, yeah. he, you made country, uh, you made peace between two countries that have hated each other for, uh, you know, o over a hundred years, so... Uh, by the way, I have found a one-time uh, magazine article that I sent you on Skype, and uh, I hope uh, uh, Twitter. Uh, it is Burgers. I was reading this. It says it's changing its name from P to B, but it yes. doesn't... Anywhere I've se seen, it doesn't say that the B stands for Burgers. It just says that it, they're using it to promote the, their new line of Burgers. The B stands for burgers, the food chain announced Monday after teasing a shattering tweak along section for, uh, yeah. So they, they, oh, okay. they said B. Yeah, B Because is for I burgers. read two articles, one from, oh, well, 
I'm reading one right now from CNBC, but I was reading another one from somewhere else, and neither one of them said that, so I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not that it really matters or anybody gives a crap, but I feel like this is Snoop Lion, and in, like, four months it's going to be IHOP again. <laughs> yes, yes. But, yeah, no, back to back to uh, Trump, though. But but I, I, still, I still think, like, if... T- think, think of it. Uh, we can prove... If we can prove that North Korea has no nuclear weapons anymore and they are they have built all their nuclear plants down to the ground what argument can you get for that doesn't deserve the peace price right i yeah i don't know and and especially if they open up the border between north and south korea yeah, uh, I guess one of the big things, the thing that Trump was really pushing to Kim Jong-un was tourism, like trying to make this a tourist destination and bring in tourist dollars to uh, to North Korea and make it like a, you know, that a, a tourist de- destination in that part of the world that people have never been to. It would be like a, mm. um, a novelty, something, you know. Even if you're somebody who's been everywhere in the world, the chances yeah, you've been to North Korea are pretty low, yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, in that sense, it, the tourism could actually it, it could be big, but I think it's going to be ter- deterred for a long time just because of the dictator <laughs> that mm-hmm. that runs the country. I mean, we still can't forget that this guy is horrible and like murdered his own family, like uh, had them executed. Uh, he uh, lets his own people starve to death and this and that. So there are other things that need to be taken care of besides just the nuclear weapons to make North Korea a better place. But this is step one. Uh, and to be honest with you, Fro, I'm having a hard time seeing Trump not winning uh, president again in 2020 at this point. I know yeah, everybody's yeah. going to be really mad to hear that, but... It's not looking good for anybody else winning against Trump right now. Um, and I'm not going to be voting other... for Trump. It just do you see no, that, no. bro? Can you yeah, see yeah, that? Yeah, see no. what I'm seeing, or is it just me? I, I? I don't see him losing at all with with the trend going on like it's doing now. Like who who can go against him and say when when Trump goes there? Well, I prevented. Uh, North Korea from delivering nuclear we- weapons. I made what peace s- between North and South Korea. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. how do you come back? Like who has gotten <laughs> yeah. come back for that? But you said grab them by the pussy ones. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, at that point, nobody gives yeah, a crap. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, but be happy that we actually have a document that uh, Trump is showing up because he has a um, kind of a habit of uh, tearing up his uh, documents. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Okay, White, <laughs> White House staff have reportedly been tasked with taping official documents back to t- back together due to Donald Trump's habit of ripping up papers he is legally required to keep. Uh. <laughs> Some former aides who were earning salaries of more than $60,000 a year have claimed they were regularly asked to repair the records the president had destroyed. 
The painstaking operation uh, had to be launched due to Trump's tendency to tear the papers up. He, he is finished with a process described by some as his filing system. Uh, quotes. Uh, however, the Presidential Records Act requires the White House to pre- preserve any documents the president touches, sending them to national Ar- the National Archives for historical record. Uh, so they had to hire people to put back together these documents because he was just ripping them up. Uh, they had to actually hire people and pay them money to tape these things back together. <laughs> they couldn't just go, hey, stop ripping up those pieces of paper. That wasn't an option, apparently. No, 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 no. You know they said it to him at one point, like, hey, stop tearing this up, and he just didn't do it, and they said it again, they said it again, and eventually yeah. they were like, fuck it, we're just going to hire somebody to tape them back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we told Mr. Trump ten times to quit it. He's still doing it. Right. He's a ten-year-old kid, is what he is. <laughs> Elaine, two days ago from Yahoo, I love Yahoo comments. How about taping those tax returns together also? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like that. Remember when you said, if I become uh, president, I'll release my tax returns as soon as the audit's over. Remember when that happened? That was three years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wait, he didn't do that? No, he did not do that. What? What, you're saying he's a liar? Oh my gosh. Breaking news! No. Stop the presses! <laughs> what? Trump lies? But uh, uh, after he has made peace in North and South Korea, he wants to go home and enjoy a little marijuana. It seems like because uh, he says he's likely to support uh, ending the federal ban on marijuana. Another good news. Another thing that could push him over uh, as far as electability goes. Because um, yeah. the majority of America w- wants the federal ban on marijuana gone just because it's ridiculous. Um, and, and, and to be honest with you, that's what, what, was, what I thought was going to happen when uh, everybody uh, saw The Last of Us Part 2, the game trailer would go that I went bananas like the the Christian lunatics go bananas oh, like oh no it's too fainting good. in the aisles yeah. of the E three conference they're just ah, yeah. to overtake uh-huh. it and fall over. But strangely enough and and maybe I'm 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 too too negative about people's uh reaction. There was only positive reactions of it. I think, maybe I, you're old. I think you may be just a little old-fashioned, maybe a little... Like, at this point, we've gotten to a point where that's not... Uh, it's not a big deal at all to anybody anymore. But we have to remember it's not that long time ago uh, uh, Trump didn't want gays in the military, so... Sure. Well, uh, yeah. I mean... Yeah. It's, not that long ago for a lot of those kind of things. I mean, Hillary didn't want gay people to get married either. So, I no, mean, no. it's on, it's everywhere, really. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, at this point, to try to sell a video game off the fact that you have a lesbian character, to me, is almost offensive, bro. Yeah. <laughs> when you think yeah, about it. 
And that's why I wanted to show you it, because I think, I was like, why are they bringing politics into this? I don't even, well, it's not really, uh, it's social, social politics, I guess. It's not really politic politics, but yeah. No, but social politics. Yeah. But back to Trump and yes. marijuana. Right. A major step and, uh, would reshape the pot industry and end the threat of the Justice Department crackdown. Trump's remark remarks put him at odds with att uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, who, if you remember, uh, wanted to get rid of, he wanted to get rid of the states even having legalized uh, marijuana. Uh, the bill in question, pushed by bar bipartisan coalition, would allow states to go forward with legalization unencumbered by the threats of federal prosecution. So there actually is a bill that's going through, and if it passes, this will all, it, it will, so he, if it goes through, Trump, what he's saying is he would not only support it, he's going to sign off on this bill, which is huge. Um, hmm. I think I said that a while ago, like, maybe even when he got, originally got into office, I was like, you know the one thing that would really piss off a lot of people who hate Trump is if he legalized marijuana? Because they would be mm. totally, like, internally confused. Like, I hate him, but he's also do doing something I like. What do I, ah! You know what I mean? But uh, that's that's kind of the strange thing. I always thought of Trump before he ran for Republican as kind of Democratic. Because I, I remember him hanging out with, with, on the Democratic point. So it almost felt a little, like, strange when when he uh, when we heard him uh, running for for uh, the Republican Party because he has been liberal in many many things. I think he this was a Democrat in like the nineties. So yeah. I think he just became a Republican. I mean, he just became a Christian as well. If you knew that, right. yeah. Right. So I think he's made like in whatever the last ten years he's changed or whatever. But um, there's also a sense of that like. The Democrats have changed. Like, think about uh, what's his name, Morning Joe Head with the tiny eyes, Joe Scarborough. You know that guy on Morning Joe? No. You know Morning Joe? No. Oh, okay. It. He was a Republican. So the whole point of the show was she was the Democrat and he was a Republican, and they would yeah. you know have discussions about politics with their friends at this like kind of roundtable discussion. And they would disagree on things because they were on opposite sides. But now he's a Democrat because when Trump went into office, the Republican on the show became a Democrat because guess what? The Democrats have moved so far to the right that a Republican, who a guy who was in office as a Republican, he was in office before he was on TV as a Republican. Now he's a Democrat because he didn't have to change any of his values. The Democrats mm. changed their values and met up with him. Is what's this is the thing that people aren't understanding about uh, politics in America nowadays? Is like they still think the Democrats are somehow this bastion of the liberal left, when in actuality they're moving as far to the right as they can uh, without getting caught. Mm. That's sad, though. It's just the truth. Oh my gosh, we are going so long. We we've got more news, and we are almost an hour in. <laughs> oh, oh okay. my God. Let's move on. Uh, we don't have that much news left, so. No. Uh, uh, local Norwegian news. Uh, we have had a little less rain here in Norway than usually. Uh, 
so little that the Church of Norway came out saying, please pray for water. Right on their Facebook page. So I didn't, I'm guessing on uh, underneath it said like one prayer equals two raindrops or something like that. Yes. One like equals two prayers and two raindrops. <laughs> Please like this. It's going to rain. <laughs> God bless the rain down in Norway. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the up in song. Norway, right. Yeah, up in Norway. Yeah. But uh, how, how is it... Uh, how is it that the church of fucking Norway on his official Facebook page like... Oh, can you please pray for for rain? Why? Like, wh wh why? Well, according why to this, it says last month was the warmest May in Norway in 100 years. There has also been emergency services battling forest fires and farmers suffer suffering as a result of dry conditions. So that's the reason they're asking for rain. Is that what your, what your question was? Mm. But, but no, why, why, why engage themselves in such a petty thing? Like, not like pray for people that are dying in war. Oh, I see what you're no. saying. No, okay. Play, pay, uh, pray for fucking rain. Right. Okay. Don't pray that like uh, children who are being child trafficked or something. Like, don't pray that right. they get home safe. Let's pray for rain. Right. It was, yeah. It's silly. I mean, not only that, praying for rain is ridiculous because it's not going to do anything. But that, because I'm an atheist, I guess that mm. uh, you know maybe they should just call up a sham like a Native American shaman, shaman and have him do a rain yeah. dance. That would be equivalent. So Then we have some Eurovision news. Because, I mean, it's not that long time ago we had Eurovision. But uh, the government uh, drops bid for Jerusalem to host Eurovision because uh, they are fearing political boycott. And I totally understand this. I can see see why. I mean, I guess we'll go back uh, to, to the last uh, Eurovision contest. And Israel won, giving them the right to hold it in their country, right? Is that how that works, Fro? Yes. So they were deciding between a few different um, cities, four cities, Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Haifa, is that what it is? And Eliat mm -hmm. uh, are the one are the town are the cities that are pitching for the hosting privilege. Uh, and then the Israeli government said it's abandoning its push for Jerusalem, uh uh, amid fears of the growing politicization of the event. Wow, I cannot speak right now. Uh, Are you Norwegian or something? I, I don't know what it is. Uh, they're afraid that this could lead to boycotts and people not right. wanting to even watch or go or even a uh, possibility that some of the other countries may not send their representatives if they do hold it in Jerusalem, which I can see that happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I I think it's smart of them talking about having it another place. I still... I still think maybe it will be in Jerusalem. 
Um, I don't think so. I, I think it would be a bad move, especially right now, considering the climate of they just moved that embassy there. And so there's already this huge tension going on. I don't I don't see why Tel Aviv would be any uh, how that would be any like worse than doing it in Jerusalem. And it'd just be easier politically for everybody, I think. Yeah, I guess we will see. But least, uh, last but not least, that's how you say it. Tell me about Elon Musk's boring company. Uh, right, the boring company uh, delivered the first of its 1,000 limited run of 20,000 flamethrowers, uh, which are actually called not a flamethrower, because you can't sell something called a flamethrower in America, Fro. So they named it not a flamethrower. Yes, we talked about it when we talked about I this don't think for I've, the first time. Uh, did we? Yes, we talked about oh, okay. this. I don't even remember. Uh, I don't remember talking about it on the show, to be honest with you. But uh, people got a hold of these um, and have been using them. They're actually not that impressive, to be honest with you, Fro. Did you you see any video of it? Yeah, uh, it doesn't look good at all. Uh, Shall we watch the first video? Yeah, it's that one that's right at the top of the article. Yeah. It's It's only six seconds, so it's really, yeah, it's really fast. In three... Two, one, play. The flames are not that big. Right. It, I'd say the flame is only three feet. Yeah. I guess it's all right. I mean, you could still, like... The thing is, you're not going to use it for, like, shoot, like uh, attacking somebody or an animal from a distance. I think what you'd be using this for is, like, melting snow from your driveway. It could be good right. for that. Right. <laughs> But uh, it, it is a little strange that it's so inefficient. Uh, what do you mean? Or just not not as impressive? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't know how efficient it is, uh, but it doesn't have a very big tank. Like, the tank for the gas is that thing on the top, mm. and it's not even as big as, like, an... Mm, I Or I guess it's almost about the same size as, like, uh, if you've ever played uh, paintball and you have the air canister for that, I would say it's not even as big as one of those air canisters for a paintball gun. Maybe about the same size, maybe a little smaller. But uh, I think it's more of a novelty thing than anything. I don't think this is necessarily something that's got any real use. Like, there's no real uses for this. Right. Let's move on. Oh, one thing. Uh, oh. I guess Elon Musk said this week that as soon as he gets done with the, the new Tesla car, he's going to go on the Joe Rogan podcast. Cool. So I'm looking forward to that. It'll probably be months, but it'll be interesting. Let's move on. Have we gotten any emails, Luke? No? Yes? Maybe? No emails this week? Nope. Did you follow up with that uh, wrestling? No, wrestling thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they were. It was some kind of app they wanted us to like be on their podcasting app it was nothing so oh yeah uh, oh actually uh, let me check the another digital citizen facebook page i could have sworn there was something somebody oh uh michael posted people uh let's see what is scotus i don't i always forget what these freaking things stand for 
Supreme oh the Supreme Court ruled that states can kick people off registered voter lists for not showing up to vote. Uh, this is crazy when you consider that people usually only ever get to vote for president, and even still about half of eligible voters do that. So that happened mm -hmm. this week, something we can discuss a little bit. Uh, they made it so that you can't... Uh, like, if you miss, uh, miss voting a couple of times, then they take you off the voting rolls. Uh, they per like they basically purge the voting rolls. Uh, this is terrible, and it's against democracy, is what I think. What do you think, Fro? Uh, it's terrible, and it's against democracy. That's what I think. Right, and also this week it, the oh, go sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's almost like you said that's just before me. I said <laughs> right. Uh, not only that, I think it should just we need to make it easier to vote, not harder to vote. That's what I think. No. And this week, uh, the DNC, De Democratic, Democratic National Committee, they made a rule that you have to be a Democrat to run for president in the Democratic Party, which, guess why they made that rule, Fro? Is it because Bernie Sanders is, is not a Democrat? Because he ran as an independent a couple years yeah. ago. And so now they're yeah. making a rule that you have to be a Democrat and you have to run by the Democratic uh, policies as well. Uh, otherwise, mm -hmm. you can't run as a Democrat. They made this new rule. So, hmm, that's weird that they just... I wonder what made them think of doing that. That's strange. Yeah, must have been pretty <laughs> Are you ready for the WWE uh, Book of Margaret? Thank uh, you, Margaret, yeah, let's for do the it. book. Yes, thank you, Margaret, for the book. Top 10 ECW alumni. Okay. For years, uh, WWE and WCW clashed which each of them looking to be off the top of the sports entertainment world. But in 1993, ECW turned into one-on-one -on -one battle into three-way dance. With innovative match types, ECW had a profound impact on the evolution of the WWE. So. Uh, right. Uh, Steve Austin. Uh, Steve Austin is not on the list. Okay, so they didn't count that as an alumni. Uh, so what? It's ECW alumni, like ECW original or ECW WWE version? I guess that's the question I should uh, be asking. Uh, that's a good question, and I don't know. Oh, you don't know? Oh, mm, this is going to be hard for me then because I, mm, I don't know what I'm trying to. Well, well, it's 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 names I recognized, so I guess it's WWE. WWE, ECW, okay. Uh, like number one, two, three, four. No, one, two, three, five, seven, eight, nine, and ten. I've heard of. Well, yeah, I mean ECW guys, but I'm I'm just wondering if it's original ECW guys or if it's ECW the WWE ECW. Uh, well, well Tommy what, Dreamer, um, obviously, Sandman. Yes, it's number one. Number one is uh, Tommy Dreamer, so you guess that. Sandman. Sandman, right? Uh, Raven. Uh, Raven is number five. Taz. Number two. Sabu. Mm, number seven. The Dudleys. Number nine. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, 
I'm sure there's somebody I'm totally for. I, I can't believe Steve Austin was in because Steve Austin was in the original ECW. You knew that, right, bro? No. Yeah, he was in the original. Like he, when he got fired from WCW before he went to WWF at the time, he went to W or ECW in between, and he did a bunch of promos and stuff on ECW. So I'm surprised really? he's not on this list, but because he was technically oh. an alumni of ECW. Uh, yeah. Let's see, Balls yeah, Mahoney. Six out of ten, maybe. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Six out of ten. I'm happy with that. Number ten. Since we 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 started doing it this way, it's better. Joey Styles. Oh, okay. Commentator. I would never got that, but it's a good one, yeah. I guess. Number nine, the Dudley Boys. Even though Joey Styles, I think, is actually a huge jerk as far as politics go, but yes. commentator, he's a good he's commentator. A, <laughs> he's a jerk. And number nine, the Dudley Boys, as you said. Mm. Number eight, Sandman, as you said. Number seven, Sabu, as you said. Number six, Francine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Always a fan of her. Yeah. I I was a fan of Francine. Has she gotten into the Hall of Fame? Has she? No. No, she wasn't in the WWE long enough, I don't think, to get in the Hall of Fame. Number five, Raven, as you said. Uh, Number four is Shane Douglas. Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't be on the list. No. That should be Steve Austin, probably. Number three is Rob Van Dam. Oh, how did I not remember that one? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> now I'm kicking number myself. Is... Yeah, number two is Tess, as you said, and number one is Summer Dreamer. That's the one, like, when <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, there's somebody I'm forgetting here, and it, that, yeah. Yeah, clearly. Rob Van Dam. Um... That would have been an easy one. I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then Rey Mysterio wasn't on that list either. Rey Mysterio was no. a, a ECW alumni, and he wasn't on there. Yeah. So hmm. no. So thank you, Margaret, for the WWE Book of Margarets. Thank you again. Talking about wrestling, what did you think about Raw and SmackDown this week? Oh, Raw was a pile of garbage again. SmackDown was all, all right, I guess. Nothing oh, yeah, super special. Was, yeah. What happened on it SmackDown? Yeah, okay. you had the Daniel Bryan match. That was a good match. Right. Um, you had a women's match. That was actually really. Oh, good. right. The women's match was the best thing on SmackDown. Actually, yeah. and the women's match on yeah. Raw was the best thing on Raw. The women actually killed. Yeah. it. they were like. They held up WWE yeah. this week as far as wrestling goes. Uh, but uh, it was, uh, it is really, really clear like they are waiting for the outcome of uh, Money in the Bank to write storylines because it's like every storyline ends on Sunday. <laughs> right. We will continue on Sunday. It feels so like that. It's not even funny. And then on Monday, oh. the weirdest thing was Baron Corbin's hair. Ugh. And he <laughs> it was out of nowhere. The... Yeah. What was it called again? Not the commissioner. The... Uh, the, the like, What's uh, something? Like, it's like a cop in England. A uh, constable. Yeah. Constable. constable. Right, which is <laughs> just stupid. But... So, so stupid. Why, like, I knew, I okay, he had a horrible hair, because he was balding, and yeah. he's like 25 or something, and he was had yeah. a horrible balding head, and they never were like, hey, maybe we should do something about that until now, 
But then they were just like, hey, shave his head, not men- not really mention it. Like, he just came out, yeah. shaved head. Nobody, like, the commentators <laughs> didn't go, oh, look, new look for n- none of that. Uh, and when you think about it, like, it's wrestling. What do they do in wrestling when you shave somebody's head, fro? You turn them. No, no, you have a match where it's a hair versus hair match. This is just classic oh, wrestling. Yeah. You don't just shave somebody's oh, yeah. head in wrestling without... Having a match. That's stupid. That would be fun, though. A hair versus hair match with him. I get... Well, no, it wouldn't because it's Baron Corbin. But And also, <laughs> you would know who's going to lose because Baron Corbin's hair was so bad. You'd be like, of course Baron Corbin's going to shave his head. Yeah. But I still... It's like... That's just classic wrestling. If you're going to sh- If you're going to get a new hairdo, you do a hair versus hair match. It's just easy wrestling booking. Yes. But uh, it feels such like, uh, oh, we're waiting for things to happen on Sunday. And Raw has felt like that for two weeks now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are they getting compliant? Like, are they so satisfied that they, like, don't care anymore? Uh, Is that the yes. problem? They definitely don't care anymore. Um but that's been for a while that they haven't cared all that much about, like, booking in between pay-per-views. Uh, and the thing about this time is we had, what, seven, six or seven weeks? And so they had so yeah, much time to fill, and they're not good at even filling the time when there's, like, three or four weeks. So they had all this extra mm. time. They did no idea what to do with themselves is the problem. Talking about the WWE, uh, as I like to call them, uh, have you seen anything on TV this week related to them? Uh, I watched the CM Punk fight. Did you watch that? I only watched that fight. Yes. I didn't watch any of the rest of the pay-per-view. That was a bloody mess of a fight. Do you mean bloody uh, was... as in there was a lot of blood everywhere? Because there wasn't that much. It wasn't that bloody. No, no, no. It was blood on him. He was bloody. Oh, okay, yeah. The other guy didn't seem to care at all that he was even in a fight no no he might as well they might have well uh, just given him like a long island iced tea and like a lawn chair in that fight he could have just lied down and just held up an arm and punk would be like walking around him in a circle <laughs> he's got sunglasses on and like a a big giant yeah, sombrero with a long yeah. island iced tea but uh, uh that means i won the bet i'm going to tell you what to, we're going to talk about later but uh, what do you think? Do you think CM Punk is done now? Oh yes, definitely. Dana White said that he's done. So, oh, he did. He not only said that CM Punk was done, but he said the guy, the other guy who was fighting CM Punk, will never fight in the UFC ever again. Wow! Because Why? I mean, you watch the fight; he could have knocked this CM Punk out pretty much any time after the first round. And he just danced wow. around and acted like an idiot. He didn't seem to take the fight seriously at all. Uh, so Dana White thought that was offensive just to the sport in general because he wasn't taking the sport seriously. So he said, you're never fighting in the UFC ever again. Oh. There were a lot of people speculating that he was paid to make the fight go three rounds. But, you know, that's conspiracy. Yeah. But it, it's it's such... It's such... Um... Nobody cares now about CM Punk, I feel, after this loss. 
Like, he's not welcome in the UFC. He has said that he will never ever wrestle again. What the fuck is he going to do? I'm, I'm sure he has millions of dollars. He's just going to uh, hang out with AJ and watch hockey. Which, I mean, if I had millions of dollars, I would just hang out uh, in my house and watch wrestling, probably. So. Yeah. Um, did you watch that movie that uh, I told you to watch? Uh, yes, but we're not at the okay. movie round yet. We're at the TV round. No, the, the re- reason reason why I asked is because uh, if you if you didn't, that was going to be our topic. <laughs> but uh, how would that I work? Think, uh, we, we we are going to talk. Oh, about the topic that. that you were going to pick. I thought you meant the topic for this show, and I was like. We're just no, going to no, make no. it a topic, and you're all, we're just going to have Fro talk about some this no, movie, no, no, which no, we'll no. talk about at, in the movie round. I'm not let, no, Let's no. move on. Let's just move on. We're going to talk about a movie no, in the no. movie round. It's a movie. Yes. But uh, we will do best versus uh, board games. Or games in general. That's my topic. Sure. All right. Yeah. Does that include if video games? Yeah. Does that include VHS board games from the 90s? <laughs> sure. <laughs> games. Right, you remember those Dude. VHS uh, games that you would like? You you'd play a little bit of it, and then you'd have your turn or whatever, and then you'd play a little bit more, and it was yes. like a mystery game yes. from the... Yeah, okay. Yes, I do. So, best worst uh, games in general. That okay. is my topic. I, I... Yeah. I have to update the list of topics because uh, I haven't done that in a while, and I'll figure out a place to put it. Cool. Uh, but uh, I watched also something uh, with WWE in it. I watched Drop the Mic. Uh, it was uh, WWE Superstars. Oh, is that what you sent uh, me on, in the chat? Like, Fro sent me this chat, and I swear to you, Fro, you sent it to me, and I thought it was like a mistake message. Like, you meant to send it to somebody else. I no. did not realize that you were sending that to me. Like, oh, okay, now now it makes sense. Okay. Sorry, Fro. If, oh. I totally thought you were sent, like, because it sounded like when you sent that thing about the, the show to me that you were talk like you were in the middle of a conversation. No, 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 huh. no. Okay, continue. What is the show? Yeah. Uh, Drop the mic is a segment that uh, that English uh, stand-up uh, comedian has that has the the late late show. The late uh, late show with Oliver Jim. guy. No, 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 no. Every week, uh, James Corden. Oh right, okay. Yes, he had a segment where celebrities come and rap against each other. Or it was against him, but now now they made a, a whole show out of it. Uh, so it was WWE superstars against the women of Glow. That was the first. Okay. And the women superstar was the uh, Bella Bella sisters. Uh, Carmella. All right. Carmella, yes, and Alicia Vox against the women. Of glove, and then you had Chris Jericho against uh, Lila Ali in a rap battle. Who? So, uh, Lila Ali. 
uh, the daughter um, of Muhammad Ali. Uh, yeah, she's a boxer. Right. Yeah, I knew that. Um, yeah. Okay. Was it good? Was the show good? Because it sounds like I would hate it. To be honest with you, you will hate it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So you should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I want that makes sense. evil, evil and bad things. And on Friday, just uh, that if you didn't saw Raw or SmackDown, uh, Undercover Boss Celebrity Edition is going to have. Uh, Stephanie McMahon going undercover in WWE. Right. So I'm going to watch that. I heard... Uh, I remember a bunch of years ago it came out that a lot of that undercover bo- boss stuff is totally scripted and bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so, and I actually liked that show originally when it first came out. I was like, oh, this is a cool, interesting concept. And then I found out yeah. uh, how scripted it was and I realized... Wait, this is like some crazy corporate pro- propaganda to make people be like, yeah, yeah. my boss isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. That rich is people, definitely what it is. Rich people aren't mean, everybody. <laughs> but have you seen anything on TV, Look, I saw a few things. Uh, oh, Ghosted uh, returned. Did you see the return of mm-hmm. Ghosted? No, I didn't. Okay, came back. Uh, it's still, it's still. They're calling it still the first season. Uh, so they did like because they did a break. Uh, but now mm. it's they start like there was episode eleven or ten and eleven or eleven and twelve or something like that. Um, and they've recast a few people, Fro. Uh, <laughs> so there's some different people in the show now from the original. Uh. But it's they're very funny because this one guy they they recast. Uh, it's very clear they're making a joke that like he wasn't here at the begin uh, at the beginning of the first season. So every time he talks or something, they're like, "Yeah, that guy. He's he's great, isn't he? He's great." <laughs> they're they're just making a joke like this guy wasn't here before. <laughs> totally breaking the fourth wall, but I love it. That show's really good. Ghosted. Everybody check it out. Um, oh, People of I Earth, bro. Remember it got re- renewed yeah. for a third season, and we were like, "Yeah, People of Earth, awesome." Yeah. They canceled it being. Yeah. renewed renewed yeah even though it had already been renewed and i read a whole thing from the director the entire thing had already been written uh all the scripts for all the episodes had been written and they were ready to shoot and then they canceled it <sighs> so there are scripts for the show out there so um it may i mean just because there's already scripts and it could get picked up unless they're owned by and like depending on who they're owned by if the if the rights are owned by uh, TBS, then they probably won't get picked up anywhere, but if the person who wrote them owns the rights to it, he could uh, sell them net- Netflix or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I see? Uh, oh, th- this show called Condor, uh, season one, episode one, uh, started this week. It is the biggest piece of propaganda bullshit I've ever seen. Ooh. I'm very serious about how crazy propaganda this is because the whole point of the show is like uh it's it we have to uh, surveil everybody in the country and keep everybody under surveillance from the government because if we didn't somebody might blow up a football stadium and so the, mm. the main guy is like his whole thing is oh i don't know if i should be uh making this software to spy on everybody in the country 
But by the end of episode one, he's already being convinced that, oh, maybe it is a good idea to spy on everybody so that somebody doesn't blow up a football stadium. Is uh, it made by the NSA? It seems like it, yes. <laughs> and then uh, the last I, thing I saw... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, no, the last thing you saw was... The Crossing finale. Yes. Did you see this, bro? Uh, I binged the whole fucking season just because of you. Okay. Then I, I'm more I interested gave to up, see what you uh, thought uh, about the ending. Go ahead. Well, the, the ending was amazing. But uh, uh, I gave up after three episodes, I think. I gave up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this, this really isn't my show. Like in 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 all in all honesty, I I have uh, I have been a little bored when I binge this. Uh, but the ending was amazing, and it's so sad that it doesn't come back. Right, but yeah, that's why I wanted you to see it. That ending is like mind blower. Like, uh, yeah, what's a good example of something that? Um... It's like that uh, usual, the end of Usual Suspects level, like, mind-blowing, like, yes. all these things start to come together, and you're like, holy shit, it's all, I didn't realize that this is what's gonna happen. Like, that kind of ending, and, uh, yeah, there were certain parts of it that, like, in the middle that it kind of got boring, but, like I said, just to get to that ending, it's I think it was totally worth it. I would give this season uh, six and a half out of ten. I'll give it an eight, just because of how awesome the ending was. I really yeah. like the well, the main character, Steve Zahn. I think he's a really good actor. I think he's yes. super underrated. Uh, I mean, he, he's not underrated in the sense that I've seen him in a lot of comedy stuff, but I think he's underrated right. in, in a serious role, and I think he did really good in this. He's one of the best people in this uh, show. Uh, and like you said, it's not getting another season, but this ending, I would, like, they ended it in a way where it wraps it up super good, and it also keeps your yes. mind like, oh, what's going to happen next? But in a way mm-hmm. where I'm happy that it ended this way. Uh, yes. But I would also be happy if some, for some a miraculous reason, they decide to come back with another season, so. But uh, then we are going to disagree even more, because guess what I saw this week? And fuck. King loved the shit out of. I watched the first two episodes of Reverie, and uh, okay. I think it's... I only saw the first episode. So was the second right. episode like amazing, and you loved it? Or... Yeah. Okay. Because the first episode uh, the was first... garbage. Eh, the first episode is so so, uh, but uh, it's a good introduction to what's going to continue. I, I I love the concept of going into virtual reality and changing things uh, inside of virtual reality. I actually like, like the acting, um, and I I I, I think um, you said it was the worst thing I've ever seen or something. I I'm like, well, what is he complaining about? It's it's almost like uh, we saw two different shows in both. Reverie and <laughs> the crossover, the crossing, um, crossing. Sorry, uh, but but I, I yeah I I actually liked it. Uh, I I thought it was interesting and fun and somewhat. Uh, I I'm I'm looking forward to it. 
there is so much nonsense gobbledygook. I, maybe you're just able to look over the nonsense and be like, because that's the thing that really got me about that show was they were trying to sell it as like, oh, we're scientists and we know what we're talking about. But most of what they were saying was just gobbledygook nonsense bullshit. And so maybe you were able to look past that and I wasn't. And maybe that's the difference. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say watch episode two and say say what you think. I mean, you that, always say two, two episodes and. Uh yeah, this no? one I was not even willing to give it that. <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> it's just crap. I don't. It's just garbage TV. Mm. I understand how like the reason I watched the first episode was because the concept sounded interesting. So I understand how mm. you like the concept, but the acting shit. The storyline, the uh, the dialogue, I mean, is god awful. Uh, the acting or the um, plot line, as far as there are certain things that like just don't fit together in the plot line uh, for mm. me. So yeah. But uh, with the first episode, her her seeing her daughter suddenly, oh, oh. Yeah. No? no, I didn't. I didn't. I had no uh, um, connection to any no, of the char- uh... any of the characters in the show, so I didn't. I didn't yeah. have any feelings about how how their life went one way or another. Uh, Billions ended this uh, week uh, with season three. Uh, it's just amazing. Just fucking amazing. It's it's the best season, and I I say that every year. Like, Billion Season 1 was good, Billion Season 2 was even better, and Billion Season 3 is just... Wow. <laughs> I've never even heard of this show, so... Yeah. I, I say it everywhere. I had it on my top-rated one three years ago. Billions? I had Billion. Billions, yeah. Hmm. Never, I've never heard of this. Uh, Imposter Season 2 ended this week. That was also good. Uh, funny to see how that ended. I think it's actually ended, ended, so I hope so. But that was really good. Uh, what else I watched? Nothing. Yeah, Britain, uh, America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. you're just saying America's... <laughs> you're like, oh, America... I was waiting for you to, like, tell me about it, but no, okay. America's Got Talent. Yeah. Yeah. Season 13, episode 3, I saw this week. <laughs> Netflix added another one of those uh, Daily Show ripoffs with the lady who is the comedian at the. Oh, it's so bad! Is it? I didn't watch it because you know I don't give a crap. But I just think. It... Oh, it's so bad! I was just wanted to mention. Do you? Will you admit now, Fro? At this point, that they've oversaturated the TV market with these kind of shows. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I always felt like they over. Uh, oh, okay. Trade. All right. But you just still. Like oh, yeah, yeah. But this is like okay. You've just gone too far. There's too many of them at this point. But this, this is so shitty as well. It's not good. I didn't see it's it. So. Funny. All right. It's not funny at all. Oh, so bad. Um. Uh, hey, do you like pizza? I do. Do you like small kids? No. <laughs> Why not? No. Because they're fucking annoying. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that way. <laughs> so, what is Pizza Get? 
All right, main topic, Pizzagate. Pizzagate. <laughs> uh, I guess it's, it's a conspiracy theory, right? It's hard to, like, how, how do I... There's so much of it. There's so much to talk about. I don't think I can really boil oh. it down into a, a, a one-sentence thing like I normally do. Yeah. It's a conspiracy theory about a pizza shop. Uh, and I guess we'll just get into it. So, is it debunked? <laughs> Please say yes. Yes, yes. Uh, I would say there's portion... The, the main idea of this pizza shop is debunked, yes. Yes, uh, the comment one. So, this is a conspiracy that went viral during the 2016 United States election cycle. In the fall of 2016, personal email accounts of John Podesta? Podesta? Yeah. Yeah. Hillary Clinton's cam uh, campaign manager uh, was hi hi uh, hacked by a spear feasing attack, and his emails were secondly made public by WikiLeaks, as we all know. Uh, Prominents of the Pizzagate theory falsified <laughs> claim that the email contained code message. Re referring to human trafficking and connecting several U.S. restaurants and high-ranking officials of the Democratic Party with alleged child sex ring. Uh, and the theory has extensively been discredited by a wide array of uh, uh, organizations including Metropolitan Police Department of the District of Columbia. Right, which is Washington, D.C. Um, yeah, so... Where do we... St I, I don't even know where to start here. I guess the place to start is, is with the it's pedestrian the emails, right? Yeah. Or no? Maybe. Right, I think Podesta emails are a good place to start. Uh, okay. The Podesta emails were released by Wikileaks, right, in November 2016. Uh, some people speculated that the words in Podesta's emails were code, like we said, but these codes were words for uh, human trafficking and pedophilia. The theory also proposed that the ring uh, was, a, was meeting ground for satanic rituals. So there's also satanic, like, they think that this child trafficking is in, is intertwined with people who are are using these children for satanic rituals and things like that. That was right. part of this right. conspiracy theory. Uh, and it's really important to say that uh, our friends uh, in in. Uh, in crazy ness, um, Mr. Alex Jones. You realize, bro, that you have never in the history of your life ever been able to remember the name of Alex Jones. <laughs> Every time we talk about Alex Jones, Fro has to remember his name because for some reason you just like have blocked. You have like a mental block of his name. Have you ever? Did you notice that, or, or is it just? Me? Yeah, I, I I do because I I think he's so fucking irritating. 
That would make me remember his name more, not forget his name. But maybe that's just me. Uh, I want to block him out of my memory. You do, because I swear, every time yes. we talk about it, Fro has like he can't remember Alex Jones's name. It's uncanny, yes. actually. Um, but yeah, he was a big supporter of this. That's actually not true. It, that was spread around a lot, but it, uh, at the time, I was paying attention to this Pizzagate thing because it's just an interesting conspiracy theory, and it was all over Reddit. Um, and if you went and looked, like, he said, like, he had questions about it, but the way they made it seem in, in the, uh, like, uh, mainstream media that Alex Jones is the main person that's pushing this Pizzagate thing, when in actuality, he, bar- he barely ever even talked about it compared to other people online. On December 4th, Infowars uploaded a YouTube video that linked Pizzagate uh, to November... Uh, 13, right. Death of a Sex Work Right Activists. But that video that they're they're referencing is he was talking about somebody else doing research on this. He mm. was, like, they say he linked it. This is the thing, this is where things get all confused and people just want to blame one person. There were all these people online doing this research and all Alex Jones did was take all the other people's research. He stole other people's research from online about this conspiracy yeah, theory and reported on it. Reported on it. And then they said, oh, Alex Jones is the one that started this conspiracy theory. No, he which didn't. Which is totally start not true. It, right. He, he didn't start it. I didn't say that. I said he was a supporter of it. No, but that's what I was just saying. That's what was pushed in mainstream media. That Alex Jones was the okay. person who was the the start the person who started this, and no, I, I, I'm not trying to defend Alex Jones. I'm just trying to get the record straight and get the truth out. Is that he right. talked about it like once in one video, the one you're talking yeah. about, the one that they're, they're referencing, and then they made it seem like Alex Jones was the person that was ru- the behind all of this when he made one video about it. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. Uh, and then after that was attacked for it and never made it, you know any more videos because he was attacked about it. But there were so many other people that should have been referenced to who actually were pushing this online. Uh, mm. I guess is my point. Like, they want to blame oh, Alex yeah. Jones, but the only reason they do that is because they want to blame Alex Jones for everything. And it's not like he, he, he can't be blamed for certain things. It's just this one, uh, I think they were stretching it a little. I don't know. What do you think? He didn't help. Well, no, but uh, it's the internet, you know? Mm. All he did was report on what he saw on the internet, so other people could have found it without him reporting on it. I guess if that's what uh, you have a problem with is somebody reporting on stuff that's out there for people to see, then I guess it's an issue. But I don't think reporting on something makes it... You're like you're backing it. It's just you're reporting mm. on it. That's all I see it as. Uh, yeah. And again, I'm not trying to defend Alex Jones, but it is. There were other people at the time who were much more to blame for pushing this as something that was true. So. Okay. Yeah, but uh, let's let's go into the origin of uh, the thing, the genesis. So this conspiracy emerged, like we said. From oh, I the... read most of this already, Fro. Yes. Okay. Uh, but it was spread on emails. Uh, users on Twitter and 4chan 
searched uh, the leak emails of John Batista for food-related code words <laughs> and supposedly revealed the existence of a sex trafficking operation. For example, the New York Times reported that the phrase uh, cheese pizza was taught uh, posters uh, to Fjord-chan to be a code word for child pornography. Because what's the Because they have the same initials. Cheese, cheese pizza, CP, oh. CP equals oh, child, child pornography. Oh. Uh, not that only that, I saw a little yeah. documentary about this whole thing. Uh, and at least from the Reddit, one of the reasons uh, people really thought, or really connected the two was that show uh to catch a predator yes and in to catch a predator like there's all these times where the guy who's coming over to meet the kid brings them a pizza pizza yeah and they think that uh, even in the talks back and forth when you see it on the show or whatever (laughs) they would be talking about pizza and this and that uh so they were connecting it like the people who are, are these you know uh child abusers on that show were also using pizza as some kind of code. So that's where that connection came from. The allegations spread to the mainstream internet following a post on the website Reddit several days for the, before the uh, 2016 news uh, presidential election. The post, meanwhile, removed by the site, alleged the involvement of the Washington, D.C. business comet Ping pong, right? Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. I get. I'll read this. Everyone associated with business, uh, with the business in its, uh, is making semi-overt, semi-tongue-in-cheek, and semi-sarcastic inferences sort towards sex with minors. The artists that work for and with the business also generate nothing but cultish imagery. Of disembodiment, blood, beheading, se- sex, and of course pizza. Well, it is a pizza <laughs> shop, so of course they're gonna have that last one on there. Um, but that was uh, sto- from the post from a redditor. So, so uh, the store was picked up by fake news websites such as <laughs> Infowars.com, Planet Free Will, and Village Valigent Citizen. Wow. Are they stealing from us? Um, and has been promoted by alt-right activists such as Mike uh, Kernwich, Brittany Pettenbone, and Jack Posco... Posobic. Ma- Mike Cernovich, Brittany Pettibone, and ba- Jack Posobic. These are the people I would more blame more than Alex Jones, bro. And uh, right. even more than these three, I would bl- blame the next person. Another promoter included David Seaman, a writer for thestreet.com. Uh, he was also part, he was a contributor to Huffington Post. That guy was really pushing the shit out of it and actually made somewhat of a career off of just, uh, he wasn't, he wasn't known before the Pizzagate thing and now he is online. So he actually made a career out of this bullshit. So uh, but, but, David but, Seaman but, is he, the one I would really blame more uh, uh, and these other three, uh, Cernovich and Posobiec and Pettibone. And B, CNBC anchor Ben Schwab, basketball player Andrew Bogart, 
And here comes what I find most interesting. And Minecraft <laughs> creator Marcus Pearson. What? Uh, really? I don't know who that is. So I, I don't know his, his like, politics at all, so... Wow, but I'm so... I know who, who this is. I've seen him... He's a bearded man that looks like a Norwegian. He's Swedish, though. Oh, right, okay. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, on December 30th, a bogus uh... recovery... Hmm, sorry? I was going to say, this is not super important to the story, this next okay, part. Okay. Yeah. So, it, it got some some uh, coverage. I guess the and next a, a cor- paragraph is where we should move. The members of Reddit community are the Donald created the R uh, slash Pizzagate subreddit. That's the next place to go, really. Uh, to further de- develop the conspiracy theory, the sub uh, subreddit was banned... November 23, 2013, or 2016, sorry, for violating Reddit's anti-doxing policy. So I guess they've doxed some people uh, who were involved in this. Uh, users had posted personal details of people connected to the alleged conspiracy. Uh, so I'm guessing people who were involved with the, the actual uh, pizza shop itself. Mm. Yeah, and it's... Uh... Some of the pizza gets performance, including David Sheeman, Michael Flynn Jr., has involved the conspiracy into a broader government conspiracy called Pedogate. According to this theory, a satanic cable of elites of the New World Order operation, operate international child sex trafficking rings. Right. Like I said, David Seaman, that's the guy to be mad about. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. If you want to get mad but at somebody who's... for this, that's the guy to be mad about. Because he's still uh, pushing this as something real, except in a different way. Like, he's accept the uh, At least that guy's ex- he's accepted, like, okay, Comet Pizza wasn't anything. But there's still a satanic cabal of elites who are operating an international child se- sex trafficking ring. So, he's still running with that. And if you go to the QAnon stuff, remember we talked about QAnon, Fro? Yeah, yeah. A lot of that has to do with this whole idea of pedogate. Oh. So we should talk a little about Comet Ping Pong because we have uh, talked a little about it. What is Comet Ping Pong? Right. Well, it's just a pizza shop uh, in uh, Washington D.C., but it's owned by this guy named James Alphantis, uh, who I guess. Uh, there's a guy named David Brock who is, um, he worked, he's, he's a democratic party, uh, money, you know, fundraiser. He makes money. Like he, uh, gets money for the democratic party and he, he's worked with, he worked with the Hillary Clinton campaign. Well, he's also gay and was dating James Alphantis. Uh, mm. they connected those two guys to John Podesta uh, and Tony Podesta, who's John Podesta's brother, through the John Podesta emails, um, because these guys were all talking to each other in the emails, including Hillary. So, because all these people were talking with each other, and when they were talking with each other, they were using what the Reddit saw as these specific code words like pizza. So that's how this Comet Pizza got connected to 
the Podesta emails is through uh, James Alephantis dating a guy who was working with the Podesta and talking in these emails to Podesta. Uh-huh. It's quite oh, a I'm... jump in logic when you really think about it. Like, you really have to want to be looking for these people being connected to this child sex ring. Uh, you have to be looking for it. Otherwise, that connection is very, very... Um, it's circumstantial. Yeah. But uh, this theory had... Um, how 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 do I even bring up this shirt thing? Oh, we like, let's not do that. Let's get, wait till the end to get okay. to that. Yeah, because that's like the last thing we should talk about. Um, right. Uh, so what happened with this whole thing is they thought that this place was being used by uh, this pizza place specifically was being used by people are being used by these people to, you know, run kids through. And what was being said was that, that there was a basement of this pizza shop, and that's where they were storing all these kids. Um, Jesus. If you look into kind of... There are some videos from this pizza place that are a little bit disturbing as far as, like, the artwork, uh, the bands and... Uh, you know, the acts that have performed there, they're like, they're, um, they're out there. They're not like your, uh, family friendly kind of acts or whatever. So people took that as like, oh, this is, this is a really weird place where it's more, it's like, it's more like artsy. Like it's a lot of, mm. um, you know, art people trying to push the envelope and things like that, uh, when you really look at it. But, they saw this as it's this big nefarious thing. And then there was also, I guess the sign on the front of the building had something that was related to Satanism. Like there was a, a symbol on the sign of the pizza shop. Uh, if you like, actually there's a star and the moon. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And they, they said that was, that, uh, signified that, uh, this, they were, de uh, dealing with Satanism. Mm hmm. Um, of course, they got uh, harassed, and uh, several bands who had performed at the pizza Ria also got harassed. I, I there was an example: Amanda Kleiman of Heavy Breathing <laughs> deleted her Twitter account after receiving negative comments connecting her and her band to go to the conspiracy. There. That's pretty. It goes pretty far when you have to do things like that. But well, not it's, as far as... it's Reddit. I mean, it's not unusual for Reddit for it to go too far. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, did you read any of these emails, like the Podesta emails that were that had these code words in them? No, I did not. Oh, really? Okay. Um, let me see if I can find one real quick. Uh, here's a weird one. Uh, I think I've no, I, I think, I, I think you should give notice when changing strategies, which have been long in place. I immediately realized something was different by the shape of the box. And I contemplated 
Who would be sending me something in a square-shaped box? Lo and behold, instead of pasta and wonderful sauces, it was a lovely, tempting assortment of cheeses. Yummy. And then, but then in the bottom, there's a P.S. in this, that, that is the part that is kind of the weird part. It says, P.S., do you think I'll do better playing dominoes on cheese than pasta? Okay. And it makes you go, what? What uh, does that even uh, mean? Yeah. This is the stuff that people were kind of running with. Like, do you think I'll play? I'll do better playing dominoes on cheese than pasta? Like, who writes a sentence like that? Why would you write a sentence like that unless it's some kind of code? So that's why they tried to connect it. Here's one. Somebody sent this to John Podesta. Uh, after thinking about what you said, I'm definitely on board. If you have to have that type of insurance, then it's a two-way street, and that is the insurance that I'd really love to give you. As for dinner, I'm not particularly fussy about the type of pizza I enjoy, as long as there is no hair on it. I hate hair on my pizza. (laughs) So, that's a weird-ass email to send somebody, but if you think about it in the sense of child molestation, I hate Mm -hmm. hair on my pizza is creepy as fuck. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are some weird emails that don't make any sense. Uh, whether th- they're just uh, uh, autocorrect mistakes, that could be totally what this is, bro. It could just all be autocorrect, and that's what people are yeah. running with. But there are some very strange emails that don't make any sense in the Podesta emails. Wow. Oh, should, should I now talk about what happened in December 4th? Right. I think this is a good place, yes. Yes. Uh, Edgar Madison Welsh, a 20-year-old man from Salisbury, North Carolina, fired three shots inside uh, the restaurant with an AR-style rifle, striking walls and desk and a door. Welsh later told the police that he planned to self-investigate the conspiracy theory. Welsh saw himself as a potential hero of the story, a rescuer of children. He is surrounded after our officers surrounded the restaurant and uh, was arrested without an accident. Uh, no one was in church. Right. When this first came out, I heard this happen. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy went in there trying to kill people for, you know... Um abusing children. Uh, but it turned out afterwards, he, he told the police that he wasn't actually shooting at people. He was shooting at the walls and the floor because what he was doing Fro, is the guy was looking for secret hidden rooms. So he was trying to shoot into walls and see the bullet go through and see if there was a secret hidden room behind the wall. That was what the guy told the police. Wow. Like, he didn't go there to kill anybody. He went there to try to save these kids that he thought were hidden in these secret rooms inside of this pizza shop. Wow, 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 wow. Right. I, I can understand it. Like, if you really, really believe it. I mean, if I believed you were hiding uh, children underneath your trailer, I would come and try to get them. Right, I can understand that. I mean, yeah, this guy drove like thousands of miles to do this, so he really f- believed that the he needed like somebody needed to do something. 
I mean, uh, obviously, I'm guessing the guy probably uh, was not all mentally there, but who knows? He could have just been tricked into this because some people just don't understand, like, really uh, how to how to feel about things they see on the internet. You know what I mean? Some people get really confused right. when they see things on the internet because they automatically think it's real. So... So where does this rank? I want to send you something races. real quick yeah. before we do the rank. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen Tony Podesta's uh, artwork? No, I have not. I'm just I sent you one of his paintings that's in his collection in the Skype chat, bro. This is the brother okay. of John Podesta. Okay. Uh Oh. Uh Right. Another thing that uh, kind of made people go, um, what the hell seems to be going on here? Uh, so... It looks like six young children, a little scantily clothed to be that In age. their underwear, I guess, yeah, but covering uh, their butts. Here's another one that's in his collection, Fro. Okay. Oh my god. Right. This, uh, is... this looks like Macaulay Culkin with a, some uh, like a, a swim trunk on uh, being attached bondage. to right. some kind bondage. Of... Yeah. yeah. These are in that guy's house. Uh, another uh... thing that people saw and went, there's something weird about these guys, this Tony Podesta guy. Uh, okay. That, I think, is a little undeniable. <laughs> yes. Something weird about that Tony Podesta guy, everybody. Uh, now we can get into whether we believe this. I think it's complete bullshit, except for... Yes. There's a, I think there's a level of something going on here as far as there's some weird, perverted sex stuff happening. Whether it's kids, whether it's whatever. Some these There's certain people here who have strange fetishes. Um, yes. I don't think they're involved in an international child trafficking ring at all. No. I think there's just, there would have, imagine how many people would have to be involved in this. So fucking money. Thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. Thousands, yeah. 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 Um, so I think that is, I think that's complete bullshit. I think there is something weird here. What it is, I really don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Fro? Uh, oh, definitely something weird. This man is a little weird. Uh, this brother. Tony Podesta. But, uh, right. You, yes. I, you'd never seen those photos. That's the thing no. is, people, when you, um, on the, when you see it on the news and they tell you, oh, this is bullshit because of this, this, and that, and that, and that, uh, but yeah. then you do research and you see these photos and you go, okay, there's something weird. Like, something <laughs> is weird here. I don't know what it is, but it's something weird. This Tony Podesta guy. In the neighborhood. So who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Bernie Sanders. Hey. Oh, wait. Bernie Sanders. Have you seen the movie this week? Oh, let's do out of ten. How crazy do we think it is? We forgot oh, to do that. Oh, crazy. Yes, we forgot about that. Um... This theory is uh, eight. I'll agree with you. And a half. 
Yeah. Uh, I think it's around an eight or an eight, eight and a half, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's up there. <laughs> it, it's it's up there. If there if we found out there was some kind of religion behind it all, it would move it up to yeah. a nine or a ten. But yeah, as far as an international cabal of child traffickers who also happen to be running for president of the United States, yeah, that's pretty nuts. That is pretty nuts. Now I can ask you. Have you seen a movie this week? And I actually know one of the movies you've seen, but have you seen another movie? I did, but let's go into the movie. Uh, see, I saw two really bad movies this week. Uh, one of them we both saw. So let's start with that one. Uh, the one I saw that you also uh, saw was 2036 Origin Unknown? This is... Maybe the biggest pile of shit I have ever seen. It's it's definitely up there. It's pretentious. It's a pretentious science fiction movie that's trying really, 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 really hard to be a 2001 Space Odyssey. And I mean, it's failing. directly stealing from it. I don't think it's yeah. trying. It's just directly stealing. And and failing on so many fucking levels. I mean, the acting in this is awful. Oh the yeah. Cinema, the cinema, cinematography in this is awful. Uh, it, it's it's. Uh, I will give it this. It's pretty beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. Like, I like, do not. Shop- I do not agree with you. But continue. Okay. But but but, uh, all in all. This is me. This is maybe the worst movie I've seen this year. Um, it's up there. I don't know if it's the worst one, but it's yeah, it's up there so far. Um, they, I don't know how you thought this was beautiful because there was only one setting, like mm. <laughs> the entire movie. It was all in one room. Uh. Mm. They apparently could not get this one actress to come to that room, so her entire uh, part in this movie is on a television screen that's kind of weirdly scrambled for no reason. Why was the television screen that the the boss was on in this movie, Fro, scrambled? In the future, we can't send video signals from one place to another and have it not be all scrambled like it's a VHS that's uh, been sitting in the sun for too long? What the hell is that? I mean, this is supposed to be the future. But it's such an artsy, poxy, foxy movie. Except it's not artsy. But, but, <laughs> it's yeah, trying to be artsy, but it's not like it's, it's bad art. It's trying, it's trying so fucking hard to be so, like, oh, avant-garde. I like that. Uh, yeah, avant-garde. Trying so fucking hard to be like, oh, I'm an indie movie, but it's not. Like you said, it's just a boring mess out of a movie. It must have cost like twelve bucks to make, because I'm pretty yeah. sure that room she was in fro was most like all that background was all green screen. <laughs> Some of like the um, towards the beginning they show the satellite. Uh, going towards the planet or whatever, and it seriously looks like Mystery Science Theater level uh, uh, 
uh, modeling. Like, it's not CG. It's modeling in 2018 that they're doing, and it looks so bad. Um, the, the other thing I, I noticed about this... The, okay, oh. the ending. You know what the ending made me think, Fro? And this is the same point I was just going to make. So but angry. I was so angry. It felt angry. like... To understand this movie, you needed to have been in a cult that, like, <laughs> had some religion, and then this, it, it would explain why this movie was the way it was. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. And it, 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 it's so nauseatingly bad. <laughs> and I was like, when I saw this, I was like, oh my god, I need to tell Luke about this movie because I need to talk about it and he will not believe how horrible it is without seeing it. And it's so, it's so, it's so, it's like, it, it's mind-blowing, numbly how fucking bad it is. It, it, uh, what, what movie have you seen that is worse than this? This year. Uh, I feel like there was something, but I'm. Oh, you know, uh, Battle Drone. Battle Drone. I haven't seen that yet, but Battle Drone. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one where they're in Russia. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm writing it. I'm writing it down so I can see it. I did see another movie this week that was almost as bad as that movie. Maybe not quite as bad, but it's pretty close. Uh, but it's not from 2018, so it doesn't count for this year. But uh, it came... Okay, this is really confusing. This movie came out uh, on Netflix in 2017. But according to what I've seen, it was made in 2015? I just don't think anybody... Like, it wasn't put out into theaters or anything. So it finally came out in 2017, even though it was made in 2015. And then when you look up this movie on Google... The poster for the movie has a totally different title than the movie that you see on Netflix. And this movie is called Singularity. Mm. Uh, never heard of it. Yeah. I, I'd never heard of it either. But I the Singularity is something I'm interested in as far as, like, um, interesting things to, do, to research as far as, like, the technological singularity, which we did a whole episode on this. Uh, but if you look up, if you Google it, the poster for, for it on Google says Aurora. <laughs> uh, okay. it says it was made in 2015, but it came out, released November 3rd, 2017. It's the most, it's like all over the place. As to, as, like, I don't know what this movie's called. I don't know when it was made. <laughs> like, so confusing. Uh, it's got John Cusack in it. It's probably the only person you've ever heard of. Mm -hmm. And he plays kind of the bad guy. This movie is... Okay. It's like the sequel to 2036, uh, Unknown Origin. Because it's about after AI has uh, destroyed everything on Earth. It's mm -hmm. about some people who survived. And then it's the AI is trying to infiltrate these people. Uh, but it is, it is terrible. Two, it's got these two child actors who are the main characters, and they're both just, ugh, it is, it is pretty awful. Wow. That sounds hilariously bad. I know, it's weird, though, because I watched it before the movie, uh, the 2036 movie, which Fro sent me to watch, 
and mm-hmm. it's about like almost the exact same thing and it's a sci-fi movie and it's terrible so i watched two terrible sci-fi movies about almost the same thing this week it's very <laughs> strange well i saw another bad movie this week and it also is from 2018 it's definitely up on my list of top 10 bad movies i've seen this uh, year it's uh, 211 and please don't ask me if that's code for something, because I have absolutely no clue. Uh, but uh, you, you, you will, you will uh, be amazed that this is uh, directed by Jorik Alex Shekelakubla, and it has Nicolas Cage in it. Oh, uh, well, he's been in a lot of crap movies as of late, but okay. Oh, this is up there. <laughs> this is this is up there. It's about this like <laughs> it, it it got six six percent of the Rotten Tomatoes. Look, woohoo! Oh, good. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's just uh, uh, it is. I saw the trailer for it and thought it was going to be a. Somewhat cool action movie with Nicolas Cage. It's not a somewhat uh, cool action movie with Nicolas Cage. No, Nicolas Cage is no longer in good movies. You just got to <laughs> remember that. So yeah, but I always give him a chance. <laughs> I've never liked him. I thought he was just awful in everything, but that's just me. Oh come on, face off. Nope, <laughs> he wasn't what? good in that either. No. You didn't like Face Off? Uh, no. Wow. I mean, uh, Steve Buscemi's alright in that movie, but Nicolas Cage is still bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to watch the audio trailer for what movie, like? Hereditary. Well, adults have. Bink! Is this about adults? Come on, Peter. I think it's about tuning violins. Oh, that was a cool shot. Yeah. With the grass. No, I was talking about they went inside it's the dollhouse and it was so real people. That was awesome. Yeah. I know my mom would be very touched. Oh, I love her. Oh, really? I'm not a fan of hers. Oh, I like him, though. Really? What, Tony Collette? Is that her name or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never really been a fan. It's grandma. Oh. Favorite. You're real sweating? Even when you're a little baby, she wouldn't let me feed you because she needed to feed you. Where is it at? She was a very difficult woman, which maybe explains me. Maybe. Oh, sorry, I, I was trying to pay attention to what the hell's going on here. What? Sometimes <laughs> I swear I can feel them in the room. <gasps> okay. You. Yeah. She isn't gone. She had private rituals, private friends. Okay. Who's gonna take care of you? Mm. You don't think I'm gonna take care of you? But when you die. Oh. I've seen from, uh, She wasn't altogether. Yeah, she's from the, um, At the end. She's the boss in uh, Oh for the other people in in Whoa. that uh, Oh I don't know who you're talking about now, because I was talking about the little girl. Don't you ever raise your voice to me! I am your mother! Where 
Whoa. I just don't want to put any more stress on my family. Wow. Was that a spoiler? I don't know. Right there at the end of the trailer, it's like she, the mm. lo, the woman turned into the little girl. Is that the end of the movie? Is that the whole thing is that the little girl is the woman all along? If that's the end of the movie, I'm going to be pissed at this trailer. It has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Jesus Christ. And an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. But what is this movie all about? When Ellen passes away, her daughter's family begins to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry. The more they discover, the more they find themselves trying to outrun the sinister fate they seem to have inherited. I didn't get that from the trailer at all. It seemed... Hmm. But the trailer is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Like we said, Tony Collette in it. Me, Millie Shapiro. Okay, no, I've never seen her in anything. I could have sworn I'd seen her in something before, but... Mm. Uh, she just... I guess she just kind of looks like somebody else I'd seen. Uh, yeah. All right, why don't we start with you this time? It was so hard to find people that didn't like this movie. You don't always but, have to find bad ones every time. No, but it's more, more fun. Sure. So, I found half a star from absolutely nobody because they didn't say their name. This movie failed on so many levels. First, it's too long of a movie. Over two hours in length. I love when people complain that it's over two hours in length when they go to the fucking movies and watch their Star Wars for four hours. Uh, anyway, uh, I didn't say that. But even for the genre, it wasn't good at all. The first two-thirds of the movie was very slow-paced and just uh, story development and build-up. Sounds delicious. Uh, and when the third uh, felt forced and rushed, and not much in the category of horror, other than one or two jump uh, scare moments, then some spiritual slash demon storyline. This movie really failed for the genre. That's a ha ha half a star. Okay. Then I also found <laughs> at a, a five star. Okay, this is uh, this is really really short. Sure. Not not what I expected, but when I say that, I expected shit. This wasn't shit. Oh, all right. Hmm. I went to the Facebook as always. Uh, yes. Actually. On Facebook, they have, like, a rating system, but sometimes the movies have it and sometimes they don't. On Facebook, it had a 3.2 uh, in the rating system. I'm not really sure how the Facebook rating system works for movies, but it actually has, like, at the top of the page for the movie, it has a little star rating, 3.2 out of 5 stars. So, uh, not as good on Facebook, but I'm not really sure how that rating works. Nonetheless, I got one from Brock Mil Milosov. Uh... I watched it last night. I didn't find it as scary as I thought it would be, 
though it was probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, the acting, the storyline, I truly loved it. Uh, let's see. Here we go, Kelly Sampson. I agree, it's definitely not scary. I laughed a few. I laughed a few times when we were supposed to be scared because it was so poorly done. Uh, it had an excruciatingly slow start, and the ending was really awful for me too. Uh, that all said, I didn't hate it. <laughs> uh, it did leave me thinking and trying to figure out a few things even hours later. The acting was really good, and it was a unique story. Uh, the movie does not fit the type, uh, oh, does not fit, uh, fit the hype, but it, it is an interesting story. Uh, I'd give it two out of five stars. Hmm. But I, I really, really, really want to see this movie. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, here's another. This one's, it's not, it's a little long. Sarah Cross says, definitely not a movie for everyone. If you're gonna... If you're going in for a ton of jump scares, then you will be disappointed. But if you're going in for a psychological mind F that leaves you in your seat at the end to just think about and soak in everything you've just watched, then this is the film for you. Uh, I personally loved it. The acting was absolutely amazing. It left me feeling uneasy and on edge the whole time. Uh, can't wait to watch it again. I'd give it an A for sure. Mm. All right. Interesting. So not a lot of jump scares? That's something interesting about it? Psychological uh, have, thriller more than anything? Yeah. We have three um, uh, movies that came out last week uh, that we want to talk about. Uh, one was something that has gotten 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. And wow, I don't believe that. Uh, one... It is true. Okay. Nine ninety nine percent. No, I, I, it's not that I don't believe you. I don't believe the rating. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, won't you be my neighbor? It's filmmakers Morgan Neville's examine the life and legacy of Fred Rogers, the beloved host of the children's TV horse show, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Yep, it's a documentary, it's a documentary. so it's got Yo-Yo Ma. I remember the episode of Mr. Rogers with Yo-Yo Ma. Very, very, like, distinctly remember that episode. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can't wait to see this. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a good documentary. I, I was a fan when I was a kid. Did you watch Mr. Rogers when you were a kid? Did they have Mr. Rogers in Norway no. when you were a kid? No, oh, no. Okay. no, I watched it when I got to grow up. Really? Okay. Uh, tell me about Hotel Artemis. Oh, I just wanted to go into Mr. Rogers real quick. Mr. Rogers was weird. Oh. That was a freaking... When you look... When I yes. look back at the... Like, the regular part of Mr. Rogers was just normal. But then they went into Imagination yeah. Land, and it was just like straight-up acid trip, right? Yeah, <laughs> Am yeah, I yeah. wrong? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, right, Ho but, uh, Hotel, yeah. Artemis, Hotel Artemis uh, also came out last Friday. Uh, 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, so actually pretty close as far as the numbers go. As mm -hmm. rioting rocks LA in the year 2028, disgruntled thieves make their way to Hotel Artemis, a 13-story members-only hospital for criminals. It's operated by the nurse, a non, uh, no-nonsense high-tech healer who already has her hands full with a French assassin, an arms dealer, and an injured cop. 
I, I don't. Yeah. It's just a, how many movies are we gonna get that are action movies based in the future? Because it's getting a little tiresome at this point. A little, uh, but this nurse isn't uh, anybody. Uh, look, it's Judy Foster. Right, and Dave Bautista is in this film. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Goldblum is in this movie. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, and Charlotte Day. That actually just kind of makes me want to see it just because of that, but... Yeah. But yeah, uh, it doesn't look extremely good, and I really want to see it. <laughs> I mean, it looks average. I don't think it looks... Uh, at least according to the numbers, it doesn't look horrible, horrible. Uh, but it does have Dave mm. Bautista in it, so who knows? Bautista. You like it when he says Bautista. <laughs> See, they had to change it in in WWE. They changed his name to Bautista without the U. But now he's doing movies. Mm-hmm. He's Bautista to me. Bautista. Uh, but uh, then, uh, the most controversial movie of the week, maybe, Ocean 8. Uh, oh, it's controversial? It's, uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't hear of this. Of course. No, because Ghostbusters and everything. Oh, because it's all uh, women? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so what is this movie all about? Uh, five years, eight months, 12 days and counting. That's how long Debbie Ocean has been... Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I know has been devising her biggest heist of her life. She knows what it's going to take, and a team of the best people in the... I just hit my head on my microphone. That kind of hurt. Ow. Um, She knows what it's going to take, and a team of best people in the field, starting with her partner in crime, Lou Miller. Together they recruit a crew of specialists, and they do everything they do in every single one of these Oceans movies. It has Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, Mindy Kaling, Sarah Paulson, Anfonika, Rihanna, and Helen Bowen Carter in it. Jesus Christ. Rihanna? Has she ever been in a movie? This must be like her first movie, right? No, no, no. Rihanna has been in the, uh, in the movie. Really? I, uh, the, yes. The Oscar-nominated uh, movie Battleship. She was in Battle? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. She was the main character in Battleship. I forgot about that completely. And I didn't even have to. And I have didn't have to Google that because get guess what? <laughs> I watched it. Oh, I remember seeing it, but I, I totally it. had forgot that movie even existed. I had like blocked it out of my oh. head completely. Oh my gosh, she's been in a couple of movies. Now that I'm looking at her, like she was in Bring It On, <laughs> some version of that. Uh, the Bates Motel. I don't remember her in that at all. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember that. Annie? Annie, the 2014 version? I don't remember that either. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. She even directed something. But, yeah. Uh, this is uh, Ocean's Eleven, just with women. And that's why they call it Ocean's Eight, because they hope to make a lot of... <sighs> I don't... Sequels. Oh, okay, I see. So they're gonna... Oh, I get it. Uh, I, I didn't understand why they called it that at all. I was totally confused by that. Because they're going to make 9, 10 as well. I never liked the original Ocean's Eleven or the other ones, so... I don't know, maybe that's just me. 
Oh, that's just you. But I don't want to see this. I have no interest in this whatsoever. Yeah, me neither. It's a little sad. I saw the new Dumbo uh, teaser trailer today, by the way. Oh, okay. I did not see that, it. Yeah, that Yeah. It looked really, really good. The animation looks good, or like the storyline and everything? Yeah. Okay. Everything looks really good, yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, let's do Money in the Bank predictions. Okay. I Let's do that. How much do you care about this pay-per-view, bro? I don't care at all. I care a little bit more uh, now than I did last week, actually. Um, I do... I I think Seth Rollins-Elias match is actually going to be pretty good. Oh, I'm... Yeah, that I want to yeah. see. Uh, AJ Styles-Nakamura is going to be pretty good. I think both of the yep. ladder matches are going to be good. Um, mm-hmm. So there are going to be some things I'm that. looking forward to. Other, I'm, other, the other stuff... Like Dana Bryan, Big Cass, uh, yeah, no, uh, Roman Reigns, Ginger Roman Reigns, Ginger Mahal. <laughs> oh my God, that is pee break. But uh, let's do this. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Who do you think is going to win? Oh, let's start with the pre-show. I guess they added a pre-show. Uh, oh. They must have done that last night because when I went to bed last night, there wasn't a pre-show. Oh. It's the Bludgeon Brothers. Against Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Who is going to win? I said B-Bros. I'm going, I'm going with the B-Bros as well. Then we can start with Daniel Bryan versus K- uh, Big Gas. Who do you, oh, I went do first. you think? I went first, yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan won last time. Uh, big Cass. I said Cass as well. So hopefully we get. I mean, we're gonna have differences because of the money in the bank. So whatever. Yes. Yes. Um, then we have uh, Seth Rollins versus Elias for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Uh, I went with Elias. Fucking hell, I did that as well. Um Okay, I will go with Rollins. I think he I think it could go either way, so Yeah. Then we have a singles match uh, between Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. I will go with Bobby Lashley. Oh, I went Lashley as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean He's being tortured with the Sam Zayn segment for so fucking long now. He needs to get his revenge over Sammy. I mean, there, he or Sammy could, absolutely there could be some kind of screw job finish, but to me, mm. I had a screw job finish later. So yeah, yeah. Then we have the most uninteresting match of the night: Roman Reigns versus Ginger Mahal. Uh, it's your turn first oh. this time. No, I said Bobby Lashley. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh, I said Reigns. Oh, then I go with Mahal because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think Roman Reigns will win as well. I but, don't know. But just, 
They, just to be different. They could be doing a thing where Roman Reigns loses a lot and so until he becomes like Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, we'll see. Then we have Carmella versus Oscar for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. I will go first and say Oscar. Mm, I said Oscar, but I'll go Carmella. Yeah? Do you think they really are going to fuck up Asuka? Uh, what I think could happen is we get the Iconics coming out and costing her the match. Ah. Yeah. That's a good idea. I like that. Uh, then we have uh, Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, I'm gonna go Rousey, but she doesn't win yep. the title. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but she wins the match by DQ or count out or something, but she but she doesn't win the title. Hmm. Yeah, but I'm going to go with Rousey as well. Okay. Then we have AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura in the last man standing match for the WWE Championship. I will go with Nakamura. Who did I pick? I picked AJ. Alright. Oh. Then we have Braun Strowman versus Finn Balor versus The Miz versus Rusev versus Bobby Roode versus Kevin Owens versus Samoa Joe versus to be announced or Big uh, Gee Coffee Kingston or Xavier Woods. I am going to go with my pick and it's Rusev. Okay, I want Owens. Because. The next match is Ember Moon versus Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch versus Natalia versus Lana versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks. And I went Charlotte Flair, believe it or not. And I went Lana. Oh, that's a weird one. No, it's not. Because I think Rusev and Lana are going to have it together. Oh, I see. That would be fun. Yes. You know, the only reason I can see them not doing that is because of who won and how they won the money in the bank last year. Yes. So I can see them doing it, like, because people got pretty pissed about that last year. So I can see Lana winning, mm -hmm. getting people pissed again, but maybe WWE wants that kind of reaction, so who knows? All right, we need a tiebreaker. And I think, yeah, I, I think that would be an interesting... I would love that if the two of them had it and they, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's why I say it. Oh, I just see, it. Uh, I just see Charlotte many? Flair getting it because she's had the title for a really long time. It's not like they... I don't feel like they could put it back on her uh, any time really soon. So ha she could take mm. the next year, not have the title, and then wait almost a whole year, cash in, get the title back, and she's gone a whole year without... Uh, they've given her a break from the title scene, you know what I mean? So I can see them doing that with Charlotte mm. Flair. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. So, how many matches do we disagree on? I don't know, but we still need the tiebreaker no matter what, because things can always go wrong. 
Okay, what should be the tiebreaker? Well, I got a couple options. Let's we can either it. do... Uh, we can pick the to be announced. Uh, we can pick who, who will be the entrant of yeah. the New Day. Let's... Or we could do, does somebody cash yeah. in yes or no? No. Do the New Day but, one? Uh, okay. Yeah, let's do the New Day one. I will pick Biggie. Okay. Um... Hmm. Let me see. Uh, I don't think they really need Big E, because they got Rusev and Kevin Owens to like and Braun Strowman for guys to jump onto. They need somebody who's a high flyer, I guess, so I'd go Kofi Kingston. So what do we do then if it's a tiebreaker and it's Xavier Woods? Alright, well then let's do, does somebody cash in tonight or not? I say no. Okay. And I'll say yes. You just Okay. Cool. If we need that's our tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's in case Xavier Woods goes in. Yeah. <laughs> For some strange reason. Do you have anything you want to plug? Or it's like a stack of pancakes as they're entering into the money. The... <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, uh, that'd be funny. Uh, no, I'm good this week. Okay, me too. Uh, you can go to audibletrial.com slash citizen. That's audibletrial.com slash citizen. Do it because you love us. Yep. Uh, next, next week, we will talk of news of the week. We will do money in the bank results. Another digital review of Superfly. Uh, let me guess. Uh, it's about a fly that's really super. Yeah, it's a, it's an it's a DC movie, I think. Yeah. Is it? No, really? it's not. A... <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I, have, I know. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a rip off um, of the original, but I have no idea. Actually, I'll, we'll have to find out next week. Oh, oh, oh! The original was so good. Um. And we will talk about Operation Northwoods. What is Operation Northwoods? If you remember when we had the discussion with Ian, the Trump supporter, he it was one of the things he said it was the thing that he thought was the biggest conspiracy that people would call him crazy for. Uh, operation Northwoods is a proposed false flag operation against the Cuban government that originated in the U.S. Department of Defense, uh, 1962. So we'll talk about that next week. Interesting. Yes. This has been uh, another Digital Citizen uh, episode 140. Means that we have 10 more and we have 150 episodes. Jesus Christ. Superstar. Uh, from Norway and from the United States of America. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. 